Welcome to the Your Pretty Pennies podcast. I'm your host, Tara Jones, a personal finance coach, lifestyle designer, and mommy. The YPP podcast is a weekly show created to inspire and assist you with becoming financially stable so you can build wealth and design your desired lifestyle. Welcome to Your Pretty Pennies with Tara Jones. I'm Tara Jones, your financial coach and educator. And today we're going to be talking about um, how to achieve a financial goal, whether it's large or small. So before we get started, let me share this out on my social platforms here. excited about today's topic. Um, I love talking about financial goals and how to set them and achieve them um, because that's truly the key. In order to have financial success in your life, you have to break down your um, what you want to see manifest in your finances into small goals. And so um, I think oftentimes we miss that and we think we just get from point A to B with no steps in between. And that's further, it can be further from the truth. So that's all shared. Okay, so again, I'm Tara Jones, financial success coach, and today we're going to be talking about how to achieve a financial goal, whether it's large or small. So yesterday we talked about, if you had, if you missed the live stream yesterday, make sure after you watch this one you catch it. Yesterday we talked about why it is that you're not achieving your financial goals, and that's because you are not aligned with your purpose and your passions. You don't know the desires of your heart. You don't know your God-given purpose, and because that's salsa from breakfast on my shirt my daughter was doing a lot I have an 8 year old and she was slightly having a food fight with me this morning um, she plays way too much and I think she got salsa on my shirt anyway we're going to keep on going so um, yesterday we talked about that if you are not aligned with your pro with your purpose and your passions aka the desires of your heart you will always fail at your financial goals because you're disconnected from them right they're going you're going to be dissatisfied even if you attain financial success whatever that looks like for you even if you do um, have the job of your dreams and you're making the income you want you're still going to be discontent and disconnected from your financial goals because you are out of alignment so step one to financial success is financial clarity and the first step to financial clarity is realizing what your God-given purpose is and what are the desires of your heart so again, go back to the video from yesterday, the live stream before, and um, dig into that a little bit more. So the information that I want to share with you is about setting financial goals. I want to just say a lot of people beat themselves up, especially when I get on my client, uh, get on my VIP intensive with my clients, and they beat themselves up because they say, "Oh, I haven't been able to achieve my financial goals," and it's not that you're lazy or you're stupid or you don't have enough money a lot of people say well I don't make enough income to achieve my financial goals that's not the case it's not that you lack intelligence it's not that you don't have the winning strategy or anything like that it clearly means that you're disconnected from your goal you're not motivated on a daily basis to achieve them 
And so the key to achieving any financial goal, large or small, is making sure it's aligned with your purpose and your passions, the desires of your heart. So like I said yesterday, my challenge for, for you was to seek seek out God, seek God and like get aligned with what it is that you desire in life, what it is that you desire to do. And you use that provision and use that income that you create through your passion to fuel, I mean, through your purpose to fuel and purchase your passions, right? Or the desires of your heart. So, and the desires of your heart can be tangible or intangible, right? So it can be financial freedom, it can be uh, investing, and it also can be replacing your wardrobe or buying a new home for your family. So it doesn't mean one, you know, it can, it can mean different things for uh, different people. So I just want to clarify that if you have not yet been able to achieve the financial goals that you want, it's not because you're lazy or stupid. It literally just means that you are unaligned and you are unclear about what it is that you want. So that's the first step. Um, and to be honest, a lot of financial goals are long. And we live in a society where our attention span, our hunger, our desire, our drive wanes and, and drops off after a couple of days, weeks or months or years. And so you do need a financial goal that's attached to you, that's assigned to you, assigned to every part of your being so you can go, you can keep it, keep going. You know, you can have longevity in attaining that financial goal. That's the only way that it'll happen. The only way. Um, and money should never be the goal, right? Your goal, your goal that you set should never be, oh, I want to attain financial freedom so I can have more money. It needs to be bigger than that. It needs to be better than that. It needs to, uh, speak to you more. For example, with me, one of my financial goals last year was to quit my nine to five and become a full-time entrepreneur. So my financial goals was backed up by my purpose and my passion. And it fueled me every day to set aside money to, and you know, not spend uh, freely and loosely and stick to my monthly budget because I knew that my financial goal was to replace my income. My financial goal was to build up savings so that I could go to, you know, work um, at, at my home and not outside the home so I can be a full-time mom whenever my daughter is at home. That was the desires of my heart. And so through that desire, I was able to stick it out. I was able to be disciplined. I was able to, uh, you know, crush my financial goals. It wasn't that hard because it was a part of me. That's another thing. Financial goals or any goal is not super hard if it's attached to you. And if it's something you just desire so badly, it's not hard to achieve. Oftentimes, we are setting financial goals that has nothing to do with where we want to go in life or we haven't defined how it will show up later, right? We're just thinking about what it is that you can and can't do, but you're not thinking about the results. Focus on the results that your financial discipline will give you, right? That's what I did. I focused on the results. If I saved, if I cut back on impulsive spending, if I increased... Um, my income, right? If I went harder in my business while I worked a nine to five, pretty soon I can double my income and be able to get out of here, get out of this nine to five. I focused on the results, right? I focused on being able to wake up and have my daughter spill salsa on my shirt, right? Instead of dropping her off to before school care or arguing with her over homework versus her going to after school care to get her homework done. 
You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted, that was my result. I wanted the results of being to sit at home with my daughter and have a beautiful morning with her before she left school or before she left to go to school. And so those are the things that I kept in my mind as I was, you know, thinking about, dang, I want to buy this bag or I want to take this trip with my girls or, you know, I want to spend more money on my car. I want to upgrade my car. But I'm like, you know what? It's more important to me right now to achieve this financial goal of being an entrepreneur instead of a nine to fiver. And so it just kept me right on track every time I thought about doing something that was opposite of my financial plan. And so um, one thing that I want to talk about that I really didn't touch on yesterday is not only do you have to identify what your God-given passion and purpose is, but you also have to think about and realize the story you're telling yourself. So financial success has two parts to it. One part is um, a financial strategy, right? And I can give you that. I can give anybody that. I have a financial strategy that helps me become debt-free, pay off debt, increase my credit score, you know, um, you know, pick out the insurances, stick to a monthly budget, all of that. The financial strategy is there. I can tell you about wealth building strategies that I'm doing so far, how I'm saving up to buy a home. All these different things that is a strategy is fine, right? But if you're telling yourself you cannot win with money, if you're telling yourself that you're not good at money, if you're telling yourself, oh, I don't know how to manage money, if you're telling yourself I don't make enough, if you're telling yourself I'm not good enough, whatever that story you're telling yourself on the inside, the story, a.k.a. the beliefs that you have about yourself or money, is going to stop you every time from achieving your financial goal. So that's another thing that you have to get clear on. What it is? What is it that you're telling yourself? Are you telling yourself you can never own a home because you've never seen somebody around you own a home? Are you telling yourself that even though you make seventy thousand, sixty thousand, eighty thousand, that you still don't have enough money to build wealth? You still don't have enough money to pay off your student loans? Are you still cringing at your student loans and crying every time you see them, as if you are a slave to them, as if you don't have the capacity to pay them off? Like when you see your student loans, do you feel empowered every time you see the the loan amount go down? Or when you look at them, do you cringe at the, the amount that's left? Because if you cringe, you're like, oh, man, this is crippling me. This is debilitating me. You, you sound like a victim. But if you look at it and say, man, it was 70000 last month. Now it's this amount this month. You, you feel like a winner. You're like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm crushing this, even though it's going down you know, little by little or however, you know, however much you're putting on there, you still you're still taking action and you still have the ability to be debt free. So watch that story that you're telling yourself. No more woe is me. I guarantee you, you have enough income to achieve your financial goals. It's the story that you're telling yourself that's blocking you from achieving your financial goals. So you are a winner. You are more than a conqueror. So you can, you know, attain financial freedom. You can attain debt freedom. You can build wealth. You can invest. You can create generational wealth. You can break the wealth gap, the, the, um, the wealth, uh, the generational wealth gap. All those things can start with you, but you have to tell yourself that it can. If you're telling yourself you can't, but you're writing down something you want to do, you're not going to achieve it. You're going to subconsciously sabotage yourself. And so you have to get that under control. So that's another thing that I challenge you to do today after we set financial goals is to say, do I believe these goals? Do I believe I can do this? Do I believe I'll be debt free?
Do I believe my student loan balance can be at zero? Do I believe I can clean up this credit card debt? Do I believe that I can own the home that I want, a three-bedroom, two-bath? Do I believe that I can buy, I can, I can afford to purchase a BMW in cash, or purchase a Volvo in cash, or for me a Range Rover Velar in cash? Yes, I can save up ninety thousand. I have every belief that I can, and I have the financial goals in place to back up that belief, right? So you have to believe that you can do something. Otherwise, you will subconsciously sabotage yourself. And that's for another, that's for another, um, that's for another live stream that I'm going to be doing this week as well is how your self-sabotaging um, actions show up when, it, when you truly don't believe or you associate money with something bad versus something good. So that's going to be a good one. That's going to be another good one. Um, but yes, back to setting financial goals that are backed by your passion and purpose, you have to. So step number one is clearly identify what it is that you're called to do and what it is that are, what are the desires of your heart? What do you want? What do you want to see around you? What do you want to experience every day? What does it look like waking up in your ideal lifestyle, right? What does it look like? What does it feel like? What house are you in? Are you in an apartment? Are you downtown? Are you in the suburbs? Like you have to get clear right? Do you want to be debt free? Some people that never decided that they want to be debt free. Do you want to be debt free? Some people are like, you know what? My student loan balance is 50,000. It, it ain't possible. I'm not going to be able to, I just don't see it. I just don't see the, the, the margin in my budget to, to be able to pay off 50,000. I'm just going to ride this out. I'm just going to ignore it and ride this out. You, you're defeated already. So our, once you decide to be debt-free, you can absolutely become debt-free. So my tips on how to create financial goals. You might want to grab a pen and paper if you haven't already because um, it's five steps. So what I do is I create smart financial goals. I do this for me and my clients in, our, in my VIP intensives. We create smart uh, financial goals. The S is for specific. The M is for measurable. The A is for actionable sub-goals. The R is for realistic. The T is for time-sensitive. So let's walk through this. So let's say we're going to use an example because examples work really well with something like this. So let's say, uh, for example, um, I will save $5,000 by January 2018, right? Or no, let's say I'll save $5,000 in my emergency fund by October 2017, so 12 months from now. you got 12 months to save $5,000. That's your financial goal. Well, why is it that you want to create? So why do you want to save $5,000? So if that's like your first step to financial freedom is to have money in the bank to secure just for financial security, right? You want to be financially secure. That's good. You want a lifestyle financial security. You want to know that if something happens to your car or if you wake up or if your daughter uh, needs to go to the hospital or if your kids need to go to the hospital or, you know, anything happens. If you lose your job, you're good for a couple of months. You want financial security established in your life. Part of your, your, your passion, your, the desires of your heart is financial security. Maybe you didn't feel that growing up and now you want to. So you're like, you know what? I want to be able to put $5,000 in my account and leave it in savings so if anything comes up, I'm good, right? So that's your goal. 
$5,000, you kind of flushed it out, why you want it, you can feel it in your gut. Whenever you think about having the 5000 it gives you butterflies because you're like, yeah, I know that if something happens, I'm good. You know, this job is getting on my nerves. I don't know if I want to be this anymore. I'm thinking about transferring out, so I need some money to the side to where if anything happens... And me and my boyfriend break up and I have to move out or if if uh, if this job doesn't work out and I'm, you know, un unemployed and I have to look for another job, I'm good. So $5,000 is your goal until October 2018. From now, from October 2017 to 2018. So if we're going using the SMART method, the S is specific. So we already got that covered. We're going to put it in savings account. It's going to be $5,000. You have 12 months that you've given yourself to um, achieve this financial goal, right? Very specific. We got to make it measurable. Did we already do that? Yes, we said $5,000. Again, a lot of my clients show up and I'll ask them already on the intake form. I ask, uh, how much, what, what are your financial goals? And they'll say, oh, pay off debt, have money in savings. How much debt do you want to pay off? How much is in savings that do you want to have in savings? Um, you have to make you have to use numbers, make it measurable so you'll know when you hit your financial goal. So if you say, if I have money in the bank and you save a 500, but that gives you no financial security, technically you achieved your financial goal, but it don't feel good because it doesn't truly give you financial security. So you need to put a, a number to it that will, that will satisfy that financial goal that you have set. So again, we set $5,000. So that's our example is measurable. Whenever you get $5,000 in there, you'll see it. You'll know you hit your target. A is actionable sub goals. This is key. So I said I want to do $5,000 by 2018, right, in my savings. So break that down per month. One actionable sub goal is to say how much you're going to put into savings every month. So if you divide 5000 by 12, you could put about $334 a month in there. Oh, no, it'll be a little bit more. I'm doing based on 2000 based on 5000 you can you're gonna you're gonna break that down divide it by 12 and put however much that is in there does that make sense um and then another one could be what else could you do that can have you achieving fine achieving five thousand dollars um by october 2018 another one could be what are you cutting back on so one of your actionable sub goals can say, I'm no longer dining out every day of the week. I'm going to start eating at home so I can cut back on some of my expenses. Another financial uh, or actionable sub goal could be, I'm going to increase the amount of money I earn. So I'm going to get more clients this month or for the next couple of months. I'm going to get at least two clients a month. That gives me an extra $1,500 or an extra $2,000 a month so that I can achieve my financial goals faster. Whatever the case is, break down what it is that can lead you right up to that $5,000 by October 2018. The R is realistic. Are your financial goals realistic for your current situation? So let's say, for example, if you say, I want to pay off $10,000. Oh, no, sorry. We're gonna, I'm so off on a tangent. I love talking about financial goals. So I'm like trying to give you a bunch of them. We're going to stay with the financial goal that I set of $5,000 by October 2018. When you set and say that I can achieve, I can put away five grand by October 2018, is that realistic for you? You have to become very clear. 
Because the worst thing that you can do is to set an outlandish financial goal for yourself and you fail. You will teach yourself how to expect failure from yourself. It's weird how the brain works. I challenge anybody to like study this. I study how the brain works as well. And you, you, you have to have a balance between setting a financial goal that causes you to step it up and then also setting a financial goal that's realistic that if you stop, like you don't want to keep setting a bunch of unrealistic financial goals or any goals and keep failing at them, you'll teach yourself to associate failure with yourself. You'll teach yourself to, to not have confidence and then secretly or, you know, subconsciously, subconsciously, you'll start failing all your financial goals because you've conditioned yourself to fail. You've conditioned yourself to set the bar so high that it's unrealistic and you'll always come here and that's what you'll expect from yourself. So make sure it's realistic for the season that you're in. So, for example, $5,000 between now and in October, okay? Are you going to be able to save $5,000 through the holiday season? The holiday is coming up. You got to pay for um, food for the holidays, for Thanksgiving and Christmas. You got to pay for gifts. You have to pay for a trip if you're going back home or if you're going somewhere. If you're going on vacation in the spring, you got to account for that. Is $5,000 realistic if you have other stuff that's going on between now and October? So that's something else you have to think about. And then T, time sensitive. Make sure you put a limit on when you're going to do it. Again, when I get these VIP intensive intake form back, it's like, oh, I want to earn, um, I want to earn, $2,000, $2,000 more a month, or I want to save $5,000 by, no, I want to save $5,000. Well, how, how long are you giving yourself? Because realistically, one person could save up $5,000 in two months with their income. Another one needs three years. How long are you giving yourself to save $5,000 that one challenges you, but also keeps it in perspective and in reality? So 12 months. Sounds like a good number for a person who has an adequate income, which I'm sure you do. So 12 months, you have to save $5,000. It's time sensitive. And you'll be able to measure it and say, by the end of 12 months, am I hitting my goal? You'll be able to track yourself at six months and say, three, six, nine, 12 months. Am I on track to, to saving five grand? By the ninth month, if you are only at 1000 and have been slacking on your financial goals, you can clearly see like, oh, I need to step it up or I need to redo, rethink this goal because $5,000 might have been a lot because I have a lot going on. Okay, I hope that makes sense. Put it in the comments um, what your financial goals are. I would love to hear them. Please, please, please take the time to, to tell me your financial goals and how long you're giving yourself to achieve them. I want to see specific financial goals. They got to be smart. It has to be specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time sensitive. So drop them in the comments as soon as you watch this. Um, and if you have not catch, caught the replay about how using your, your passion and your purpose, using your God-given purpose, and using the desires of your heart to create a financial plan, I highly suggest you go back to yesterday's live stream. Okay, if you have any questions or comments or concerns or also want to reach out for a VIP intensive with me, you can definitely inbox me. Um, I'm always available via inbox um, or email at info at your pretty pennies. All right, you guys have a great day. Um, you have work to do.
set some smart financial goals, understand why, and recreate your money story. Recreate the story that you have for yourself. Okay? I'm going to go flat iron my hair. We've been doing renovations here at my apartment. My nails aren't even done. Look, they broke. Terrible. But now that we're done with painting and moving things and purging and getting things out, I'm able to get cute again. I can go flat iron my hair and get my nails done today. So that is what I'm off to do. And then I have some clients to work with. So uh, if any of my clients are on here that have a VIP intensive with me today, I will talk to you soon. Uh, but yeah, have a great rest of your day and talk to you soon. Bye.